We're really great with vibes. Wow. <laughs> yes, we've created a vibe. Actually, funny enough, vibe. Literally in the corner, there is a vibe going this on. This reminds me of the Top Gear episode where they tried to be radio DJs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a classic. That, that That's a throwback right there. That is an OG video. I, I actually liked, I believe it was a Grand Tour episode where they decided to do, no, it might have been Top Gear. Either way, it was later, and it Can was we? the the whole, we're going to do everything unscripted. Oh, you know? that was a Grand mm-hmm. Tour episode. Yeah. Yep. We should, what we should talk about is the Scandi flick, because we talked yeah. about the Scandi flick. Yeah. Oh, I missed out on that well, <laughs> well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever this podcast may find you. It is I, as always, Gavin. And I, Justin. And with us... Chen. Hi. 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 Welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's a good time. You know, you can also tilt that down, you know, you don't have to... I, it's, I feel like this is a lot funnier. Okay. Okay. I feel like I'm giving a speech in front of the country that's about to throw a Wear, wearing to, your chen media hat no, that's about to have a coup d'etat and i'm lose power <laughs> <laughs> that's a big fucking yikes um we talked about scandy flick a little bit before um what what are, what are your thoughts on scandy uh, flick? my thoughts are that's probably one of the best grand tour specials that has ever been released i think it is the best special i am a fan of like the early gt work like the holy trinity on that oh, like yeah. the opening one. Oh, yeah it went downhill pretty quick after that but i think they've really pulled on the joystick upwards again i agree um i think as like a car guy you know an enthusiast yeah. that was a really good episode to watch um how about as a audi 4.2 liter v8 enthusiast also goes? that like they talked about the audi 4.2 and you know yeah that was the big video for this channel so. you think uh you think they uh took some inspiration i don't know jeremy creative? jeremy clarkson had quite a very significant quote i feel like mm. that like he was he no. had a soundbite from someone here <laughs> i mean it was really cool to hear him say that and kind of echo some of the feelings we had but the thing is also like he drove the rs4 in period brand new mm-hmm. and we you know pulled from him so like yeah. very clearly you know the chicken came before the egg in that scenario yeah oh. and he you know in period because we're just the little hatchlings exactly the world and, just comes full circle and yeah. in period he, or in I mean, four circles the yeah. fact that he said that it was ah. <laughs> potentially better than an m3 was like pretty groundbreakingly crazy at the time yeah i think it would be interesting to put an e46 m3 and an rs4 together mm-hmm. like in 2022 yeah. or 2023 totally different world now and that, yeah. that would be what would be so interesting well yeah because like the rs4 collector market hasn't taken off nearly like the e46 m3 market has you yeah. know like clean low miles m3s you going don't have for to bring six a figures rs4s well, not yet. Yeah. I mean, there there have been. I'm but sure they're coming. They will, and like RS4s have sold on bring a trailer, but yeah. um, they're not commanding six figures, no. whereas M3s have. Well, and even for a time, as with everything, almost everything European in the states, it's not an insane actual collector car. They were you could get a real rat shit bat shit RS4. Rat shit. What does rat shit mean? Uh, that's actually a quote from a totally different thing. Anyways, oh. so I was just—it was just an interesting way to lead into it. But like, you could get a kind of beat RS4 sure. for just below ten grand for a time. Wow! Uh, but I mean, they would be—you could also get, you know, an E46 M3 
SMG for under ten. Yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah, the RS transmissions. When when they were that cheap, you would generally, you know, it'd be pretty mechanically beaten every way. Potentially body beat. Potentially rebuilt title. You know, somehow but, finding a way to rust. Yeah, exactly. Just like on Ben's S6. Exactly. Galvanized metal somehow deciding to defy the laws of uh, general corrosion. Chemistry. Yep. <laughs> and so that did happen for a time. Um, and also the RS4, there's very little deviation between any of the models because it's not like the E46 M3 where you have SMG, regular auto, and six-speed manual, you know. So what year did the regular auto have? Because when I have talked about the E92, you thought that there was some bleed over with the conventional auto yes and we weren't able to find anything and i've never seen a torque converter based e46 m3 okay here we go unless if you're talking or thinking about a zhp or something which is not the same no it's not um m3 I don't realize some someone was calling me sorry steve i can't answer that (laughs) steve jobs we we know uh Okay, so we did. Um, so we did ditch it. I remember there was. I think the one I was thinking about. Uh, there was a, uh, um, whatever you just said. E ninety two. No, an E forty six, but a uh, SMG. Uh, torque no, converter. No, the mo- other model, like the one down the ZHP. Road. ZHP. It, this, it was a ZHP. I was thinking about. Yeah. So I did just confirm they are just six speed and SMG. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. but. Um, so either way, you still have those two options, which differentiate greatly in price. Whereas mm-hmm. RS4, it's all six-speed manual, right? You know, and so it those values tend to stay a lot more consistent rather than with E46s. SMG cars have, for the most part, always been in the dump for well, good reason. And E46s, by and large, have also had the shit beating beaten out of them. With you know, the exception of a few that now have low miles and that are clean. Yeah, and those are the. I mean, it's the same shit with like you know old 240s. It's mm-hmm. the same shit with. You know, pick your shitbox that has a drift tax now. You know, 350Zs are getting the, the drift tax now. Which is hilarious. Because so many of them got their the shit kicked out of them before they got turned into drift cars and then got turned into drift cars. Yep. So if you find one that hasn't had either of those done, yeah. it's rare. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and that's also an example of they weren't that expensive to begin with. Exactly. And so even first or second owners had a liability to potentially beat the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it would be really intriguing to see how much how close it really comes because I have driven an E46 M3, but not in anger. I haven't like actually gone on a canyon road with it or but, anything mm, like that. Yeah, and it's funny because I drove a Laguna Seca blue one in manual, but it was like considering how quickly I didn't drive mm-hmm. back then, or you know, compared to how I can extrapolate information from a car back then versus now. Yeah, you know, I I basically can say that technically i drove one once but that was seven years ago yeah you know it was a long time ago so i i still really want to drive another one next exhibition of speed project <laughs> generational overview of the m3 just I, we're still chasing after everyday driver apparently because <laughs> they they did that yeah the, the, well they did that uh they had e30 e36 e46 e90 so that this actually the same car that i did my article on was in that film nice the gray four-door Gray four-door, um, fox red interior on mm-hmm. two-tone with black. Nice. No iDrive. Also feet. nice. Yeah, it was the best spec. And also rocking 275 wide tires all around. Mm. Square setup. And that V8. Yeah, mm. So good. So, so good. Um, and then they also included a 1M coupe and an, an M2 in that video. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because it's all kind of that based was... on the same philosophy of mm-hmm. straight uh, cars. 
Well, straight six up front, rear drive in the back with six speeds. And the yeah. one M- and the the one M at the time had gone had been discontinued, and the M two is supposed to be the next the second coming of the true three M uh, three. Yeah, and those two, and because of that, those two cars are really oddballs in BMW's lineup to begin with. They don't have too much else to compare with, so it makes sense to put yeah. them in with that. Yeah, the new M two is kind of ugly. It's bad. I mean, sadly, a, a lot fan. of BMWs are kind of ugly now. Uh, the rear, the rear proportions just don't look good on that car. The, the, whole the, car. the front proportions with the face too is like not gone well. Um, yeah, because before this next, you know, upcoming M2 got leaked and revealed yeah. to the world, um, I was gonna say the M2 CS is kind of the only good-looking BMW now. That's a car, at least. Yeah. I actually don't mind the X3M. Okay. Oddly enough, like the proportions are like are good, and from what I've seen and heard, like it's you know it's fast and has decent ride quality and like things like that. Like for a performance BMW, yeah, because performance BMWs now are just fucking stiff. They're just super rigid and going after Nurburgring lap times to then sell to dentists. Yep. So because mm, that looks fancy parked car. outside of his office. Exactly. Yeah, and they can flex at the cars and copy. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, someone. Hang on, wait a minute. It, it, it needs to be a dentist that owns it because of the beaver teeth. It, it's the ah! only way. That's the only way. Oh, orthodontist. Yeah. So they can try to correct that shit. I oh, was please. just laughing because I came from Cars and Coffee not maybe half an hour ago. How was it? It was it was cool. I mean, what was there? The, uh, not that many interesting cars. There, the, there's the a pink usual, STI that was there. Apparently. There was a pink STI. <laughs> that's a shout out to Koi. That's my buddy. Um, Koi was letting me drive his STI this morning because he's on his bike. Um, doing wheelies and stuff yeah you know cl- classic harley things but <laughs> he he wanted me to drive it so i drove here in a bagged sti over some absolutely terrifyingly bad construction so zones. now you know why i got the upsized tires yeah 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 <laughs> cool if you're listening to this i didn't break anything but that was a really i was like this oh it was oh. worse it's it actually a little but be- it actually is a little better than what it was like say three months ago. Those yeah. Bumps, man. The bumps are frightening and that car has a lot of ground effects on it, so yeah. I have to be careful. Yeah. Yep. But Hope, give, give my road about a year. In a year, it'll be two lanes all the way out here to my house, and there'll be a freeway. So Yeah, there's gonna the freeway's gonna drop off at like what, three thousand west? Yeah, it's gonna drop so that school that's right here. Mm-hmm. The freeway entrance and exit is gonna be just right next door to that. Mm-hmm. So if perfect distance for me, I don't hear it, but I can access it in two minutes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and that makes living for me a lot better because it where does that does it get a uh, hookup with Legacy? It hooks up right in Farmington with Legacy. Oh, yeah. Look at that. So, so you're like, just gonna have an instant overpass. You're, yeah. you're gonna literally have a 45 degree angle road yeah. line of sight wow. straight to my house. Yeah. Antelope, Antelope Island's gonna get busy. It already it is. Already is. Like, but you, it's going. It's to, gonna be super busy now with that. Very likely. Yeah. It's. It's what it is. I mean, we've already pretty much condoned ourselves to the fact that we're not going to be filming there anymore. Yeah, yeah, we've kind of written it off after our R32 video. It's just not possible. Film, like, photo shoots? Yeah, sure. But anything film, like video? No. Yeah. You have to, like, hit the right time for photo shoots, because you don't want to get eaten alive by lake flies. Yes. The fall and... The spring. Uh, the spring, like, early, early spring or spring. late late winter. Yeah. Like, basically the second week of... Uh, what i guess march yep like the week before it turns into technically spring is when we've always shot there and it's yep. lovely at that time yeah because there's like a lot of overcast there's like sometimes the prairie peak is still like snow capped mm-hmm. um but it's still like what 40 degrees 45 degrees like on the road mm-hmm. and like, then no bugs 
and no bugs. And it's a great time to shoot, but you know, we also shot one of our first videos was a Lotus Elise mm. out there in June. And it changed color because of how many bugs were on it. Yes. Oh. Yes. It was bad. It went from gray to black. Yes. Yeah. With, no. with the occasional hints of yellow from the guts. Can't, yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it it's it stinks, but I um, mean, either way, yeah, you're right. It probably will increase in popularity, but it'll decrease my commute time down to Salt Lake by 10 plus minutes. Um, oh, that'll be nice. And it'll, you know, his will be about the same, about 10 minutes cut off his commute out yeah. here. So it'll be about 30 minutes flat either direction yeah. at this point, oh. which is... That's, well, that's what I'm getting now, actually. Yeah, and so it might be down to like 23, because yours no. won't cut out too much because you have some stoplights before you get on the freeway and a few yeah. other things. But either way, once that's done... All the potholes and bullshit that you're talking mm-hmm. about will also be done and buried. All you stance boys are bitching about. Yeah, I'm not a stance boy. It's you, cars. you pulled up with an SDI <laughs> on air and ground effects. With, I'm sorry. What, what what's the wheel and tire spec? Oh shit, I don't remember. <laughs> like carbon barrels in the wheels, like with th- about three inches of lip. Yeah, yeah. They're they're big boys. I mean, and on top of that, like <laughs> it's yeah. You're cosplaying as a stance boy today. Just own it. It's okay. (laughs) With your Chen Media hat. Hey, hey, that's just branding. (laughs) It's okay. We still love you. By the way, want to buy any merch? Wait, where'd it go? It's all right there. It's 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 all on the table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Nice merch table. Thanks, dude. Link in bio. Link in bio. (laughs) Yeah, you have a link to a live feed of my merch table sitting there waiting for you to buy stuff. Yes. Um, but that being said, we are actually later today going to do a photo shoot for the upcoming sweaters that we've talked about. Yeah, we got times. hoodies. Oh, the hoodies or, are or very hoodies, comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I wore one on our last shoot and did. I... It's was... the same one that was on the chair that you're sitting on. It's right there. It was slightly too... Is a hoodie on my chair? No. There was. It was, oh, but it's yeah. over no. there now. Oops. Um, very comfortable material, 10 out of 10 would wear. Damn. Go buy it. It's a hell yeah. It's a good like Fuck a yeah. solid. Don't leave me hanging. Hey, 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 look. There you go. There we hey, go. Get the high five. <laughs> no, it's a solid little hoodie. We're gonna do the photos for it today. Probably have it up um, as well. This will be a pre-sale type of thing. So you will buy it. We'll collect orders, and then it'll get made uh, effectively as fresh as possible. Yeah, hoodies aren't cheap to make. I, They're not. I priced out some from my own brand. Sure. I had a, some people were like, "Why don't you sell merch?" And I was like. Because I'm poor. <laughs> yeah. Looking at hoodies. That's why we started with hats and stickers first. Further prove that. So, yeah, yeah it's it, it's that. the pre-sale makes sense. Especially with hoodies. So with some other things like stickers, especially like that's cheap to just burn and it'll go on forever. Big overhead. Mm-hmm. With when you get up to hats and shirts is where it starts to get a little painful because yeah. most companies require a certain amount or at least to start working yeah, with you. They like require a, a certain minimum. amount. Um the guy we were working with with the hoodies is also the same dude that did our shirts. And he's he's like, cool, since you worked with me before, like mm-hmm. I won't necessarily require a minimum, but pricing will still tear down the more you get. Um, but with these ones, it's like when hoodies are expensive, um, no ma- on no matter what end of the scale, even like if we were ordering thousands, you know, we'd still be paying 30 plus 35 or so dollars yeah. for the material. And, yeah. Yep. And, and time. And we are not ordering thousands. Um, as much as I wish we would. Right. Wouldn't exactly. That be amazing? But that being said, like these guys, the fact that they'll be made fresh will be pretty cool. So it'll be a few week lead time. And, yeah. But at the same time, you'll get a legit fresh hoodie that hasn't been sitting around and we don't have to sit on stock and sit on money that's sitting there staring us in the face or yeah. anything like that yeah it's kind of the best of both worlds you just have to wait a few weeks but by that time the point you get it will be the perfect time to start wearing it hopefully 
You I, do make a good point about that. Hoodie mm-hmm. season is upon us. It is here. Yes, exactly. It's just barely starting to get into the low 50s. By the time that these get to your doorstep, we'll be in the 40s. Perfect. Here. Yeah, yeah. Here. Yeah. Out here at Antelope. Yeah. Well, cool. Out in the boonies. Yeah, fucking hell. You're telling me. So what cars and coffee was it you went to? I was at Roy. Roy oh, it's the Sunset? Sco- yeah, uh, scooters. Scooters, gotcha. Yeah, scooters. I haven't been there in a while. I it was it's probably... a, You have the usual crowd of like, you know, the 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 more older uh, car enthusiast who comes yeah. out with his... Uh, winga-dinga-dinga. Yeah, his winga-dinga cars or the trucks. Um, well, there was a drag truck that showed up today. That was very nice. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, pictures. Was a, uh, I should have taken photos i was too busy walking around gotcha um, it's always a, sh- a struggle yeah really. i was very distracted as per usual at this and i was with some friends so you know but uh there was an orange like it had like a metallic finish on it it was a square body chevy yeah. with some really big drag meats on the back cool. and like he pulled in was just you know chopping up the parking lot it just sounded so mean yeah yeah Gotta love that. I like drag trucks a lot. They look well, they're so cool. And that's the, like the what you also mentioned about you know cars and coffees and stuff. Like if you're just getting started in photography or automotive photography or just learning oh, yeah. or just trying to get connections, like it's a good thing to like take pictures at. But after that, like fucking, I'll just take my phone out if I see something I really really like, and the rest of the time I'm talking. Yeah, most it, of the time, it's a social event. goes. Yeah, it is a social event. That's how most car meets are. Like I started out going. And taking pictures at them, but then, like you said, I actually ended up be making friends, you know. Yeah. And then now, like when I go out, most of the time I don't bring a camera. I yeah. just go out to go out, like to have fun. Well, it's funny because the first uh, two solid two years of the Park City Car Club doing things, because like technically it was a group before. 2014 2015 but like 2015 is when the club actually started to do things like hosting cars and coffee hosting drives drives. yeah yeah and uh i was the media guy like i you know put my foot in the door for that Mm -hmm. um partially i mean i i got a foot in the door also being from there and i thought like oh that's cool park city has like a car group now like that's kind of neat um but the re i think a lot of the reason and the part of this is stroking my own dick but <laughs> but what I will say is the <laughs> making the top gear uh, shuffle hand shuffle yeah, reference shuffle anyways yes. <laughs> um well is like the media and the content that we were able to put out during like the early days of the Park City Car Club like the, our first cars and coffee was like the at the end of April 2015 and we had like six cars. Man, could you imagine if you had waited like four more years and then just started pushing the shit out of that with reels? You oh guys God. would have. Su- you guys would be oh like. God. You guys would be like uh, Sunset GT out in California, Pretty much. where you just have. Well, it, it's. Funny. I kind of. I kind of like the fact that Park City Cars and Coffee hasn't really exploded into that. I mean, there's nowhere to put people. That's also the thing. It, there's a lot it's, of good it's reasons. It's definitely bigger. However. Yeah. It's not gotten to the point of like where it's like California getting like the cops morning, involved. Yeah, like morning yeah. car shows where yeah. sometimes police do have to show up. But like, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, there have been moments though. Um, one of the, the few ones I didn't go to in 2017, I was in Vegas actually shooting a Boss 302 Laguna Seca, which was oh. which was rowdy. <laughs> oh. um, check that out. Check it out. What are you doing? My thing fell. Oh, oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I was wondering where it went. Um, 
yeah, like a couple of fucking Yahoos and C6s like just sent it peeling out, which was super shitty. Um, there was another dude in an E30 that was like ripping through the parking lot uh, on his way out too. Not like leaving, but just like through the parking lot. Um, I don't know. There have been like a couple of cases of people being dipshits, and I actually created a photo album in the group called the Album O Dipshits. Nice for a public humiliation. Um, ah, the people who are redacted from coming out. Yes, coming again, publicly shamed forever. <laughs> yes, redacted. Uh, yeah, I mean we we've been lucky, and we there's not a whole lot of other places in Park City to host an event such as that, and with the scenery of the Olympic Park in the background. Yeah, that's amazing. With with just being right there off the main road, uh, with the size like, of, size of the parking lot, yeah. and also right next to. A, uh, you know, a functioning coffee shop, like everything w- about that situation works. So very well. We're really like that place is precious to us, and mm-hmm. we can't really afford to lose it. Well, and I think part of the reason that helps. Um, I mean, number one, it is technically a closed group, so you, you somewhat need to know. It's someone. a closed Facebook group. Yeah, but you, like anybody can pull up in a car. Yes, but I think the thing that helps you is the fact that it is far far enough away from for most people to be like, eh, I'd the, rather just stay in the valley. What's hilarious, though, is most people that attend are from the valley. Yes, but like the most people, the people you wouldn't want there are the ones generally. You know that would well, and it's funny. I think that uh, well, not the C six dudes, but like yeah. some other dudes in like Subarus are kids that I think lived in Park City or live in Park City, mm-hmm. and they were just like, oh, let's just you know dab on some people for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, it's because they're kids. Yeah, they're seventeen years old and drive WRXs. Drive daddy's WRX. Not yes. Theirs. Oh, well, speaking of fucking driving daddy's cars, there was like a 17-year-old that rolled through Cars and Coffee. It was the last one, whatever the last one was, mm-hmm. um, in daddy's 650S McLaren. Wow. And what's it like to be rich? So, <laughs> like, I do have questions about that. Like, okay, you're 17. I don't know what else daddy has. Bitcoin investor. Sure. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I don't I mean I, I don't care what, what the mom or dad do or, you know, whatever. Um my question like as the kid, like, is that what cars are to you? Are they just like, you know, expensive things like to flex with? Yeah. Um Or do you understand that it's like a well built engineer? And like the other thing too, like machine. how can I convince you that something lesser is also fun? Yes. Like, how do I convince you a Fiesta ST is fun, or an ND Miata, or a nine, a regular nine eleven? When you just have access, apparently, to a McLaren, a yeah, Geo Metro three cylinder. Hey now, <laughs> like that. Is, I had a friend that drove that in high school, and we glorifyingly called it the roller skate with an engine. Slow car yeah. fast. Yeah. Slow car still slow. That's, slow car. Slow car fast for life. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me wonder if anybody set a lap time on the Nurburgring with the Geo Metro. I'm sure they have. I'm sure somebody has. Yeah. If not, that's our goal next year. Oh, if we get a million subscribers, we're going to ship a Geo Metro out to the Nurburgring yeah. and we'll go run it. I mean, we'll, if we go. have a million subscribers, we should have the money to do that. Yes. So, hell yeah. How hard could it be? Famous last words. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I tried to not bear the cross of, you know, being from Park City. Cause like there's a you don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you, you don't want to be that guy. Um, and I tried to not give that persona out, but I also say I'm from Park City a lot. So I don't to know. be fair, when I first met you, I didn't get that vibe from you at all. I appreciate so. that, Jen. Thank you. Yeah, 
I mean, it, Justin, however, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can tell me. Wow. We can have a real talk, you know, off mic if you really want to get into that. But That's funny. Um, I was actually trying to find if like somebody has posted what their Nürburgring lap time was for a Geo Metro. Okay. Did you find one? Um, I found a mention of one. Okay. Wait, before you tell us the time. Okay. Estimated guess. Oh, geez. Um... I mean, there are some pretty crazy people that, you know, <laughs> live in around that area that could get a pretty shocking number. The Ford Transit guys. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. So, or like people like Sabine. Um, True. Uh, uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah. Rest in pepperonis. Uh, I'm saying nothing quicker than 15 minutes. Or, or no, no, sorry, sorry. Nothing quicker than 13 I'm saying between 13 and 15. Yeah, and what's annoying is like this article looked like it would have revealed a time and then it doesn't. Um, so that's kind of frustrating. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, my, exactly. You you pretty much took my window of time because I was gonna say anything uh, like anything quicker than fifteen. Well, I would think. I I and yeah, I think that's the truth. I think it'll be between fifteen and twenty because uh, a Geo Metro's top speed is only ninety nine. Yeah, but so, ninety nine through corners <laughs> <laughs> provided many many. If you also, things. like if you. Sh- I mean, there's not a whole lot of weight to strip out of that, but like you could like possibly take some seats out, you know, uh, chassis bracing, wider tires. You know, who's cold, to say someone one has a, one cold air intake that's plus ten horsepower according to the box. Imagine, so. imagine if someone strapped a Ko4 on that one of them. Oh lord, people have done that. I, I feel I, like I, the yeah. body I've would fly off, or, or like boost a swap shit. Like they could easily do a motorcycle swap. Yeah, the some boosters. some other triple even. You know what's crazy? So I've always thought it would be funny to do something weird with a Metro. But what's weird... I think every car guy has had that strange fantasy before. Yes, um, but what's weird about Metros, because actually it was about six months ago, for the shit of it, me and a friend were looking them up. They have gone up in value. They have. Everything has. They're yeah. becoming collector cars, though. They're, they start at four to 5000 now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, there's actually a guy, is his name Kyle... Uh, a Volkswagen guy. Of course He's it's Kyle. Um, I'm trying to remember his fucking name. Um, he has a Mark Seven GLI. Mm-hmm. Um, he's friends with Hayden. Uh, it's a red GLI with like gold fifteen fifty two chicanes. Yeah, I think I've I think I've seen. He that. has a pink one. He has a pink convertible Metro. That's what I want. I want to get a pink Geo. Well, I don't need it to be pink, but I want a Geo Metro Cabriolet, so I can spray paint poor man's Miata on the side. Fucking, uh, his Instagram is shreddable, I think. Uh, Justin is his name, actually. Oh, oh, Justin, funny. Justin Fulton. Um, fucking, let me find this. Hold on. Stand by. So well, I, first of all, th- this is his car. This is his Volkswagen. Okay. Yeah, I think I've seen photos of it. Uh, probably from Hayden. Uh huh. Um. Oh yeah, that's the car. Ie. Yep. I'm trying to find his fucking. His G. Bro, show me your Geo. <laughs> he has a story of highlights of his Metro. There it is. That thing's beautiful. It's it's banging, huh? That's... <laughs> so, I also found out, because I was curious, they weigh between 1,890 and 1,980 uh, pounds. 1,980 is probably the convertible. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but, like, I mean, just the amount of stuff you could do with that little Imagine weight. doing a 1.8 T-swap on that. Oh, yeah, it'd be hilarious. It'd be nuts. Dropping the roof on a Geo Metro looks like entirely too much work. I just watched the story for it, and <laughs> you have to get 
you have to get out of the car in order to take the roof down. Same thing with the hard top on the Elise. That's it, dumb. It requires a Torx 40. What? Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. You literally have to have a T40 and do up these little... Uh... One screw on each corner. Mm -hmm. That sounds terrible. It's awful. Yeah. Um, I had a friend in college who was six foot four. Yeah. And he drove an Elise. I mean, Todd Deacon is 6'3", and he drives his all the time. He actually he did a road trip with his son, like multi-day road trip. Yeah, and Elise to... is like the last car on a road trip so for me. So he had some, I think he had the AO52s on, uh, the Yokohama AO52s. Mm -hmm. And after the road trip, he noticed a visible decrease in tire, like in tread depth, <laughs> on one side of the car. And that was the side that he was driving on. Wow. <laughs> He's like 6'3", and like, I don't know. I mean, he's athletic. He's not skinny. He's not fat. He's like built like a skier, mm. you know. Um, but like, imagine doing days and days and days in the summertime in an Elise that has a, a completely god-awful AC system. All all mm. Elises have shit AC. Hard yeah. pass. Yeah. Um, so I did, I couldn't find the time, but I'll give just a couple slow Nürburgring lap times because I think we're actually wrong. It's actually slower because a Toyota Prius, um, like a second gen Prius, so the very common one, yeah. um, 20 minutes and 59 seconds for that. Oh. So a Metro would probably be in the 23 to 25 second range or minute range. Yeah. I bet that <laughs> that's crazy. So what we need to do is to get sub 20 in a Geo Metro. Around the Nurburgring, just yes. like just like Sabine versus Clarkson yes. with the van. Yes, mm -hmm. right, one of everyone. us rents a Fiesta ST, <laughs> <laughs> and the other one drives a Geo Metro. No, 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 million subscriber special, so you can ship the you can ship your Fiesta ST. Oh, over. I would be the only four door Fiesta ST there. Because you know they're, cool they're all two doors in Europe, they right? All like at least in England they are. Yeah, they're a uh, oh USDM car. Whoa, yeah, yeah. That would be that that would be quite wild. I would. I, I would love that. I would love to pilot the Metro and try to manhandle that pile of junk around the track in under 20. And then or Justin, even near 20. And then yeah. Justin ships the Sequoia, and I okay. do a blazing lap in the Nürburgring oh in that. That's the, <laughs> actually, no, forget the Fiesta SD. It's Sequoia versus Metro. <laughs> the sad thing is the Sequoia would, I'm pretty sure, would beat the Metro. Just because if for nothing else on the straights, you have oh. literally four times the horsepower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You got a point there. And only there. double the weight. Uh, yeah, exactly. Two and a half times the weight. Yeah. Um, anyways, no, I, I I wish somebody would have done that. If anybody knows of anybody that's going to lap <laughs> on the Nürburgring in a Mailbag, Geo Metro. Mailbag.eos at gmail.com. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, um, actually, I don't know if maybe any of you heard about this. I just remembered, because um, I saw this on Facebook this week. Did you hear about the dude at the Elantra N in California? Who isn't talking about the ado with the Elantra in California? Okay. Yeah. I, like I saw glimpses of the story, but so, you guys didn't have to fill me in. So I've heard, I, I've seen some news article things, and I've heard it on multiple podcast platforms the of what exhaust, happened. The exhaust. The exhaust. what? Yeah. That's what we should call it. Well, <laughs> yeah. So Homeboy got pulled over. He happened to be in race mode. We Justin and I know someone with a Veloster N. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's all the same shit. And the backfires on those on the overrun are absolutely percussive, abrasive, so super sharp and like you know ear piercingly loud. Yep. It's not that it's that like a super frequent crackle like it is on like the 930 turbo that we just got done driving, but like when they do happen, like they're borderline ear shattering for a, a contemporary production car, right? Yeah. So, oh boy, got pulled over. A police the, the the cop that pulled him over basically had 
you know, uh, couldn't stop sucking his own dick. Yeah, so I actually watched the video, and here's a couple quick quotes. So basically got pulled over simply for the noise. It wasn't, right. it wasn't anything else. Right. Um, and cop basically walks up and just says, what the hell are you doing, man? You got to, you know, this car is way louder than it should be. And the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. It, this it's is stock. A, It's all stock. Yeah. He's, a, um, he's like, okay, well, yeah, well, you're going to be in big trouble and whatnot. Oh, well, why so? Um, he's like, well, quote, um, well, you've got problems. I'll just send you to the state ref, and yeah. uh, what they'll do is send. He failed ref, by the way. Yep. So, and it's got that right here as well. So, but um, the ref also didn't know how to read the car. Yes. So they're going to suspend your registration, send yep. you back to the dealer. Dealer yep. has to remove the track options, which is not possible. No, it's, it's not... an OEM car. Yep. And then you have, and he's like, that'll cost about four thousand dollars. Once that's back, you'll have to pay. This cop more. is trying to ruin this dude's life. He's basically. throwing numbers out. He throws out seven thousand at one point two. Just yeah. insane numbers yeah. that don't even make this sense. Is, this feels like the beginning of the death of car culture in california but I mean, it's we have to remember this is one one cop out of yeah many who work there but also i mean i'm not like a bootlicker i was gonna say fuck 12 this also <laughs> this also plays in the fact that this is what happens when takeovers happen because takeovers are i think very... it's less to do with takeovers because i mean cops have also been um I mean, in, cops in California have gone after supercar owners with completely stock exhaust, like on the GT3s and shit. Oh. Yes. And, I mean, even uh, we, uh, Justin and I have also heard of people with Fiat 500 or Barths that yep. are, are stock All getting right. noise, noise complaints. So, okay. okay. I take I take my I take my words back. I, yes. I, yeah. It has less to do with, uh, I mean, also fuck sideshows. Yes. But yes. Uh, but I, I, what? Hmm. Just move out so of California. For, for reference, it, the, the new law is 95 dB is the limit. Sure. Um, he failed this test at 98, barely above, and that was in track mode. But as Gavin pointed out, the thing is, the way that the law is written, they're supposed to test in whatever mode the car start with. And all, right. on all Hyundais and Kias, it resets to normal mode yep. yeah. when you restart it. So they yeah. should have tested in normal, but they tested in track. So he failed that. And it's Could, also, it, it's, it's an engine backfire sound, too. It's not like the, it's an engine running sound. Mm-hmm. And it, that also only happens when you let off after five grand, like over 5,000 RPM is where the crackles happen. It's between My, five and seven. I guess I have like a question. Okay. So in track mode, do they tell you like this is there's for, there are zero disclaimers about whether it's street legal that's or not. an and, issue. Yeah. I feel like because with Ford, when they release their new Gen 3 Raptor, uh-huh. they have a Baja mode, Baja mode opens the exhaust all the way so yeah. it's very loud yeah and ford did tuning to make it sound like you know it's not for street use yeah a gtr but very specifically when you put it in baja yeah. mode it tells you do not use this on the street yeah these cars don't have that so i think this oh, is a weird gray area where it's yeah. it, it's called track mode more or less because it's the you know the, it sharpens the, the car sharp, up. yeah it's just the sharpest mode of the car yeah but like technically it shouldn't make anything illegal by most things even the cop points this out this is the other quote so quote you can't drive this in track mode on the street they tell you this at the dealer if not you could sue the dealer for money and get four to five grand back which is kind of ridiculous that's also not true exactly (laughs) that'd be Um, so much work for such a measly amount of money in a lawsuit that you would probably well yeah and that would be that'd probably be small enough to be small claims i I should sue this cop yeah, this is all this is all extraordinarily outlandish claims, and it's a it's a systematic issue that's directed at one person. Yeah, and so now he's uh, there hasn't really been an update, but he's now stuck in this huge gray area where, in order yeah. to retest the car for California, he has to say it was fixed from the dealer, and, but the uh, dealer said they can't fix it. Also, in order for an OEM to sell a car, it has to be fifty state legal. Mm-hmm. Which California is one of those fifty states. I don't know if you know this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so 
Fortunately, Hyundai did give a little press release saying they're working with the driver and they're going to figure it should out. should be. Yeah, which, oh, which was cool. Out. Fuck this cop. Shout yeah. out to Hyundai. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they actually did post saying they're working with the driver and they're going to find a way around it because the car is 50 state legal. It is. Because it, again, the problem is, is that this shop and the California state tried to say that you have to test it in the loudest mode, but no, it's by law, whatever it starts with. I, yeah. take, I take my words back again. Hyundai's just going to get a Korean lawyer in there. Go, go for the lawsuit, bro. No, you're going to win that. Jeez. So anyways, I wish him the best. I mean, they just... Me too. You know, I, I saw that and I just feel bad because that would suck ass because that's a cool car. That would yeah, suck to have neat. like, you know, thirty thirty five thousand dollars $35,000 fun car that you cannot drive because right. of a revoked license for stupid from shit. From some asshole cop. License, from, one, from one cop who had a power trip. Yeah. 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 That's ridiculous. And misunderstood his own law. Yeah. Asinine. Um, eat a bag of dicks. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, sincerely, from an exhibition of speed, eat a bag of dicks. Yes. <laughs> oh man. But anyways, actually, I was going to ask you a little bit more about this um, Subaru. So, what all else is like done to it besides the airbags and um, stuff? All right. So, forgive me, Koi, if I get all of this wrong. It's got a new motor in it because you know Subaru. chassis got about one hundred and forty thousand miles on it. Um, the wrap work he did himself. Okay. So shout out to Koi. The car's pink. The car is pink. It's a bright pink. If you have seen it, you've probably you've know. seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. It's pink with carbon fenders. Um, what's all done to it? It's got a full exhaust all the way back. No cats. Um, its tips are actually super cool because he did. Um, Just he has tips. A, well, he has a he has a Giggity. rear diffuser, and then he got the tips from a Hellcat. Oh, I that, saw that they were the big square ones. I didn't, big square I didn't ones. see them, but that's yeah. interesting. So he did a hellcat tips on it. it actually works really well the car actually shoots flames around a certain rpm um is there a certain california cop that should that you should not tell this to the car is registered in wyoming so uh <laughs> he's got wrecked. He's, he's still in the wild west exactly <laughs> that's true. he that's we, true. wyoming doesn't care about anything but um that's also true um <laughs> it's tuned Obviously, it's an STI in Utah, so well, yeah. it's going to be tuned. Yep. It's tuned. It's got an intake, external wastegate. It's still on 91? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not like some like I think it pushes like a close to 400. Like, okay. It's built as a show car, but like before Koi did all the modifications on it, the car was pretty quick. Yeah. Like, as, it, as it sits, it's still pretty fun okay. to drive. Okay. Just right now, it's... When the road is perfectly smooth. Yeah, is. when the road's really smooth and doesn't have bumps in it. Actually, he should go for a drive through that new section of Cascade Springs. It, with the current wide body, it's more of a show car. He doesn't want well, sure, to but... drive it like that, you know? Well, it's funny because, you know... That's what cars are for. That's they're, true. They're, meant, they're they're built so they could be driven places. But yeah. you know, he's taken it up like uh, we've done trappers, okay, and stuff like that. We've okay. gone through Pine View, that area. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like our stomping grounds up here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. The car does really well. We did a whole video shoot out there actually. With, oh, cool. Uh, Mistaken Media. That's a, another dude that's local here. Okay. He just does videography. That's a super cool edit. That's on YouTube. Um, but. Yeah, that's kind of all that's done to the car. External wastegate intake, tune. Um, I can't remember if the motor has much done to it. Except like for I, just being new. Yeah, like I said, sorry, Koi. I, I don't remember your whole build list. It's gotten so I mean, it's long. Not your, it's not your car. Also that. You're not, re- <laughs> you're not reviewing it. Like, who gives you're, a shit? You're not required to know. You don't need to know everything about some other... I like, do know what kind of car it is, though. It's an STI. Uh, there you go. Actually, like, there's <laughs> not a whole lot, like, lamer than one dude being, like, the hype guy for somebody else and knows every little fucking thing about that car. Yeah. And has to, like, hype him up at, like, the car show or something. 
Nah, Koi can hype himself up at a car show. And people should hype themselves up. Like, yes, but, you know, there's that, that super old but, like, viral uh, video about, like, this dude, like, drunk in a parking lot bragging about how he can drift. Do you remember this? <laughs> no. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, this is, like, a fucking, like, 10, 15-year-old video. Hmm. And it's this dude, like, talking about how he, like, can drift his DSM and do, like, you know, these first and second gear corners. Okay. But, like... I don't know. It it just it flat, falls flat on his face. You should pull it up. Okay. Um, yeah. I will tell you this. I tried to drive as calmly as I could through your neighborhood because that car has a very very aggressive burble tune on it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But like, it sounds good. So the funny thing is, I was reflecting on this as our two cars. Well, your quote unquote rental. <laughs> oh and yeah. <laughs> it parked next to my Fiesta, which now has plus fives on the tires. Mm-hmm. Like you know that big speed bump. Yeah. I go straight through it. Yeah, no, I actually came to a full stop in front of that speed bump, yeah. and I prayed to Jesus that I didn't rip anything off. I go straight through it at like 15 miles an hour. Fortunately, yeah. that speed bump is deceptive. It's, it's not, not as bad. bad. It, it's it really isn't. well slow. I it's took relative. It, I took it at an angle, nice and slow. I didn't even scrape the car coy, so don't yell at me. But, <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. it's called a speed hump. It says that on the sign. Yeah. 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 Uh, Anyways, oh. what should I type I, in? I don't know. Uh, drunk dude bragging about drifting. <laughs> Let's see what... Yep, it's that one. Oh, <laughs> boy, there we... I can already... Yeah, I think I've seen this video before. It's a fucking famous video. So, that's the dude, and the dude in the glasses behind him is the fucking... The hype guy. Oh, Like, gotcha. scroll, like, halfway through. This isn't really great for radio, but... Um, I could see he's got the beer in hand and everything. They don't let you run a half mile. Was it... Yeah. yeah. So where Oh, him? Yeah. The guy in the white? Gotcha. Oh. Yeah, well, the guy in the white is the bragging guy. Let's see. I just want to see the chubby dude talk. I Yeah, I'll go earlier, I think. It's like in the first third, maybe? No, no, no. I don't know. It's been forever since I've seen this fucking video. Oh, hang on. Right there? Oh, no. That's where he pans by. Maybe, maybe it is closer towards the end. He was like hyping him up though. If your car took 5.45 seconds to run the street drags at 19th mile, I would guess that, that car would have ran about a. You know what's funny is until I saw this was a shadow on him, I thought this was a sweat stain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's mean. No, I mean just being just being honest. That's what it looked like until I realized it was the dude's shadow. That's mean. 18 second quarter mile. He also does look sweaty though. Yeah. Is it maybe right here? It might, or it might be at the very fucking big. I can't remember. I don't know. Of all the things to try to, yeah, yeah. You know, we could have just spent the full eight minutes and we could have instead of skipping. No. Anyway, interesting. No, I, I. This looks vaguely familiar enough. I've probably seen it once. Yeah. Like, this ever used ago. to make its rounds on Facebook. It did. And yeah, when it I was in high did. school, I remember seeing this all the time. So like last week. <laughs> hey. Huh. Hey. Young, youngin. <laughs> hey, grandpas, all right, calm down. Get off, get off, take that jap trap off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, this actually reminded me of another video. It was, I believe the kid was from Great Britain, and they were just at some car show, and he 
just started bragging about, oh yeah, dude, my fucking, I don't even remember what car he was talking about, but just started going off, clearly on something, about how how cool and amazing his... his... Vauxhall Vectra. <laughs> Not that. Vauxhall Astra. No, it was, it was I believe, an Eclipse, and how his Eclipse allegedly made 2,000 horsepower, and all this, uh, this pulling these yeah. nuts numbers out of his ass. What well, was the kid... 2,000 horsepower. Yep. What was the kid that was on top here that James May pulled out of the crowd because he, too, shared the same fizzing sensation... Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it was and some Vauxhall something. Yeah, uh, was it a Vectra? I think no. it was a Vectra. No, it was something else. Uh, it's like a, it was like a Renault something. What was the Renault van? Uh, Renault, not not Twingo. I know it wasn't no. that. The Twingo is a beautiful car. Though. It, it, I, I, yes. Um, end of life. It's, it's the, just a oh. flash player. So, yeah. but the, so we are currently rocking a uh, a twenty one and a half inch iMac from twenty eleven. Mm. It's it's moving. <laughs> it's, it does work. Yeah, but it uh, it just gave us an update like saying end of play, life, end of flash players, end of life. By the way, it's like yeah, thank you. We don't give a shit. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I don't remember what that was, but I remember that I remember the segment where James was going on about it, and then does about anybody else? Does anybody sensation. else in this audience feel this? And this one dude's like, the yeah, biggest fucking dork ever. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. And I think I watched it recently, so I'm trying to figure out. Maybe it was in one of those YouTube compilations where they go through the Probably. best moments of a season. I mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of those recently. I miss old Top Gear. Yeah, I miss it being on Prime too. Bring. Bring original Top Gear back God to Prime. God damn it, Bezos! <laughs> yeah, I need to. What I was on a, a mission at one point to collect all of the Top Gear episodes on DVD, so I like had them in physical form. Got about halfway through. I need to continue that and get them all. Have we regaled you with our story about shooting the Audis and yep. getting snowed out? And then you watched Top, Top Gear in yeah. the in the Sequoia. Yeah, yeah. That, that's got- what really kindled our love affair of that. Sequoia. It's just because, okay, cool, it's snowing. We'll just sit in here and watch some Top Gear shoot the yeah. shit and kill some time. Yeah. Wasn't too bad. Um, it would be cool to, like, update that with a Blu-ray player and shit and have, like, some nice, you know, quality screens instead of the... All uh, right, all right. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to say... Justin's going all pimp my ride now. See, I know. I disagree because I feel like that really lent itself to, like, the time travel ability... Yeah, and, true. like, the charm of, like, watching old Top Gear on period-correct monitors. Also, if yeah. we turn Sequoia into yeah. a movie theater, how is Justin going to sit in the back while we do roller shots? Well, Justin uh, <laughs> drives the car Gavin, that's on camera. Sorry, oops. Uh, oh, I'm it dumb. wouldn't. Fortunately, anything we would do wouldn't change the back of that. Yeah. So We should just put a jacuzzi in It's it. just my destiny to fall out of a We're going to put a fish tank anyway. in the back yeah. of the Sequoia. Oh, sick. you have some friends. <laughs> imagine i'm doing like rollers with like these hot chicks like in bikinis in a hot tub in the back like hey check this out okay honey hold on to my arms i gotta lean out to take this shot hey baby if you let go then i go just like like, just like straighten your fucking eyes don't do not let go Please. This is our actual. This is our two million subscriber special. Oh God! Yikes! Yikes! Indeed. Um. Oh, actually, it's funny you mentioned a second ago. Um. I actually got to drive. I've never driven a GLI, but I got to drive Hayden's. Oh, okay. So oh, does it does it drive like a Jetta and a GTI? Basically. Um. So a Golf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. It. it <laughs> It did okay. He's done a few things to it. Like, yeah, it did an IE stage one, right? Stage three. Oh, okay. Um, it's probably 
first stage three was pretty smooth. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, some chatter still, but it was controllable. Like I've. Oh, you're talking about the clutch. Clutch. Oh, I'm talking. About, I was. He has tune two. This is manual. Stage one tune. Oh, those are so hard to find. It's a manual 2021 GLI. So basically, it's stage one tune, stage three clutch, light flywheel, and um, a very slight exhaust. Any of the Jettas, if you wanted to go stage one, I I read if you have a manual, just do the clutch. That's why I ended up never tuning my Jetta. Well, that's because so stage ones uh, with Mark Seven platform cars are so much higher. Like they take you so much further than stage one on a Mark Six platform. So if you're talking like second gen TTS, well, see, or I had like a Mark, R, yeah. I had a Mark Six point five. So the facelift with the yeah. one point four that all the new age Jettas got. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah, everything I read on the forums was like, do your clutch because your trans will start to go because the APR stage one was just so aggressive yeah it just ate clutches well yeah. and the sucky thing is part of the reason he did all this was to try to eliminate the rev hang it had and actually give it some <laughs> feel in the oh, clutch yeah. the rev hang was it so didn't. bad i mean no. it, it, it's it's an improvement but we're talking about an improvement of 10 to 20 percent versus of, that and that's a, if someone can really like know what to look for with mm-hmm. rev hang and know how to control that when like you should just buy a different car yeah, r- realistically, that's it's the like end of that, it. and like the um, previous gen uh, Honda Civic SIs too had really, really bad rev hang. Yeah, this was pretty atrocious. Like it's it sucks because most of the reason that rev hang exists is emissions. Because mm-hmm. if they keep yeah. that, if they keep that up for an extra two to three seconds, they can actually burn off all the stuff before it goes back down to idle. Mm-hmm. It's the shittiest way is to control like, emissions. It's basically I hate throttle it. mapping, is it? Not? It is. It is. Yeah, it's it just is. keeping that valve open, it, and it sucks because. The reason for it could be mitigated by other better designed features to do with emissions, but that's just the easy way is throw that on there. They're able to hit emissions targets without redesigning a cat or an O2 sensor or whatever. Mm-hmm. $300 mod, just get a pedal commander. <laughs> yeah. It, that, it's funny. I feel so, like that would just fix your solution. So uh, Banks now has one of those. Uh, a pedal commander. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the only reason I know this is because I was watching... Su- Oh, it was the Zach Clapman one take of that eclipse that he just did. Mm-hmm. That was riding on TEs and looked fucking filthy good. Farah yeah. um, was in the ad at the beginning plugging it, <laughs> and they did a test within the ad for um, they had the pedal commander plugged into a rental V6 charger. Wow. <laughs> wow. They're like, if it can work on this, it can work on anything. So let's give it a go. <laughs> I remember there was uh, occasionally with one of, with Dallas and the and the dealership we would like eh, like I think we had three or four cars come in with pedal commanders yeah and he didn't care for them he was wanted them ripped out and thrown away yeah the best part is that pedal commanders are worth some money so I sold every one of those because I would take oh, yeah. them out how much do you sell them like for three hundred dollar box you'll sell them for like a hundred bucks a box yeah yeah so Easily. like I would just sell them on eBay for a hundred bucks someone would buy them that needed it great hundred bucks in my pocket yeah and Dallas didn't want to deal with it so it was all <laughs> it was nice. all nice. nice well done you had a little side hustle going for a minute there. I find those they're kind of fun. Yeah, but no, it's I don't know. I I couldn't do it just because of that rev hang. I could never drive that. The car itself was relatively nice. You know, it's a nice Jetta. Yeah, but Jettas uh, I feel like are always gonna be like very well built and how they feel very comfortable. Very, you know, they're smooth rides. I mean, that's kind of how Volkswagens have been since Mark Six going. Like, forward. if you want something like a, something that gets Corolla light gas mileage. That's slightly nicer in build quality. Go for a Volkswagen and a little peppier too. A little peppier because yeah. you get a you get a boosted engine. Yeah, yep. yeah, and uh, that's ultimately how I ended up with a Jetta. Yeah, because I was like, oh, this is turbocharged and stick shift, and it feels more well built than 
Yeah. You know, most of its Japanese competitors. Yeah. But he Why got to, he got to seat swap with Carson and he got to drive the Mark IV or thirty two. So feel uh, what a real Volkswagen six speed manual should feel uh, like. And he's like, I'm ruined. You know, yeah. that's a, that's yeah. that's something that I feel like I need to experience is driving an older Volkswagen like we, hot hatch. We got a guy. Yeah. Oh, and, and great. He, and he loves to share his car with yeah. everybody. Like, yeah. Especially that Mark IV. He yeah. bought kind of the perfect Mark IV or 32 because it's been in an accident once. The paint's kind of fucked. But everything underneath from the clutch to literally the entire engine top Just to bottom has been works. rebuilt. Yeah. Like, yeah, everything's mechanically great. So you don't feel bad about kind of beating it up because all the mechanics and all the important things are fresh and all the body is like paint is like clear coats going mm-hmm. like... And so, and he paid under 10 for it. Wow. Because of that. Yeah. And it's like, I found it. He was looking for one. I found it. Also it also wasn't low miles. No, it's up at 185 now. Almost. Yeah. So like I found it and I just said, okay, hear me out. Like, I know you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, the paint's bad. And it is. But the receipt list he has for this car is worth more than he's asking. <laughs> so it was. So oh, run, do not walk and get this thing. Yes. Yeah. So like 034 Motorsports, top to bottom rebuild with stock, compo- like total rebuild wow. on the engine, uh, stage two daily clutch. That feels pretty good. Uh, like not a bad clutch to daily drive at all. Um, a bunch of suspension stuff, just like this whole litany of stuff to just refresh the car from top to bottom. Dude did that less than six months before he sold it. Yep. Spent about the same nine grand that he asked for the car. Wow. So crazy. Um, and then what's even more funny is while we were on our shoot, the other weekend, um, they were Car- Carson and his friend were out in California and ended up meeting a tech YouTuber that I'm a fan of. Jay's Jay. Two Funny thing, Jay mentioned them on his podcast no on Friday. Way! So, like, basically, <laughs> they, they ended up meeting him and they ended up hanging out with him for about 20, 25 minutes because he has an R8 and he has a he just got an RS6 Avant that's yeah. in Merlin Purple, which mm-hmm. is Carson's dream spec. So they just happened to end up at a car show and hang out with him for like <laughs> exactly for like. 20 30 minutes and then one of uh jay's editor who's uh it's, it's hilarious jay's six foot four and his editor's five foot flat so like they have this <laughs> massive height difference that's when one of his dream cars for forever yeah so they got talking about cars on their friday podcast um and about how like uh phil's daily driver is a 2006 hybrid civic and he's looking to like probably replace it and also get something different at the same time and he's like oh wait hang on there was that guy that came up to us at the show that talked about how he got his mark 432 for under 15 grand i could afford one now and they're like oh yeah anyways they they, they riffed on that for a couple minutes and i was like fuck i know who that is do they do they so you sent them the episode oh yeah okay i called carson instantly i was like dude (laughs) i hate you but that's hilarious famous (laughs) i it it was really funny i was not expecting that we probably still got more eyes on our audi video than ears on that That, oh that's perfectly fine it was still kind of funny oh yeah that's cool though like weird california utah crossover yeah but um but it was good to hear that somebody like that as well is super cool and down to earth because they chatted for like 30 minutes just just chilling talking about cars well and jay gets kind of a rap like a bad rap for being an like an asshole in in person so and that really only comes from he's basically said like look i love seeing people in public and whatnot and yeah. i'm perfectly fine with that i love meeting fans yeah the problem i have with it which has happened a few times is when somebody comes up to me and like interrupts me at dinner you know like yeah. if i'm walking out of the restaurant fine that's free game but if i'm sitting down with my family like totally different don't come up like inter- you know yeah and it's uh, well it's interesting with the circumstances because that's how i got a job at everyday driver yeah I literally walked up to Todd as he was getting lunch with his wife and his son, and I said, I hate to, like, interrupt your lunch, but I want to say I'm a huge fan. Nice. 
Yeah, and something quick like that probably wouldn't be a problem, but he mainly... And it depends. Like, if yeah. they just kept talking, it's like, okay, dude, like, fucking kick rocks. And that's mainly, like, yeah. he had a couple incidents like that where he's like, I had to tell these guys to just leave because it was, like, four yeah. minutes later and it's just uh, still going. You're still here, like... Yeah. yeah, but no, it it was. It's also interesting that there's enough car crossover in there because yeah. they've owned some pretty cool cars. He traded in so for the RS6 Avant, um, he traded in a it was a GLE 63, 63 AMG, yeah, the egg, uh-huh. and he has those. He has a race prepped 370Z um, that's got a custom fixed bucket that's like to his size and everything. Yeah, um, yeah, he's got he's got some good stuff. Oh, a ZL11 LE that makes over a thousand horsepower. Yeah, <laughs> like. You know, damn. Typical, <laughs> yeah. typical LS things. But, yeah, yeah. But as one does. Oh yeah. Um. So I was curious, Chen. I we haven't really fully discussed this. What was the kind of full circle moment with getting out of the Miata and getting into the Crown Vic? Oh yeah. Where did yeah, that, we like, haven't. Last time you were here, you had the Miata. Yes. Oh yeah, huh? Um. I'm gonna steal this from you too because mine's about to die. Yeah, you're good. Um. Thanks. What was the I don't I can't really oh well the Miata had you know it was good it had an intermittent misfire which now the new owner he compression tested it and told me that it had zero compression and I had no idea in cylinder one. Oh, and I was like that's odd because the car still pulls completely normal so you were driving a Geo Metro convertible kind of <laughs> but rear wheel drive but rear wheel drive so I don't it had that and it was getting to the point where, like, I was like, well, I'm either going to throw money at this or I'm going to get rid of the car. Because, like, A, I was commuting to Logan at the time, which, if, for our listeners who don't know, Logan, for me, is almost 100 miles round trip. Well, it's almost in Idaho. It is. And I was going through um, Sardine Canyon. Yeah. Great road. Um, great, like, highway road. Great highway road. But for a Miata, it's a little underpowered. And I was sticking between fourth fourth gear and fifth gear and then when it started getting hot if i ran fourth gear with the ac on the car would start to overheat mm. and it was like great now i have to turn the ac off most of the time i was doing the drive with the roof off but some days i was really tired and i sure. get the roof on yeah yeah so like it got to the point where i was like i need something that i can commute in you know mm-hmm. like and my buddy had just picked up a Crown Vic, and you know it was—it's not the cleanest body, like I will say that. But yeah. interior, like he did a stereo system, and then one day I was driving the Miata, and for some reason the radio went out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, it started getting to the point where I was losing interest in the car. I didn't really want to throw money at it. I just kind of wanted something that I would be comfortable and that I could put a lot of miles on just because I was doing a lot of shooting over the summer and, you know, I needed a car that was big and had room for me to carry gear in. Sure, sure. So then I ended up driving the Crown Vic like once and it was actually to the hospital because my roommate busted her collarbone. Oh, shit. It was my first time driving it and at the time, like, the dash hadn't been fixed yet so the dashboard didn't work when you picked the car up. Okay, gotcha. Um common issue on those cars he sent it out to a company that refurbishes them for like 200 bucks oh okay got it back and like he just dailied it for a bit and it has probably it had like thirty thousand less miles the crown vic had thirty thousand less miles on it than the mazda did okay and i was like you know if i get into the crown vic the gas pricing their tanks are about the same size and their mileages are about the same surprisingly enough depending Local is a little worse than the Crown Vic. Yeah. But 
the Miata has, you know, short gears, short gears. So yeah. on the freeway, they're about the same. Yeah, because like the Miata is going to be lighter weight and have yeah. you know smaller displacement, but it I think also has shorter I was just gearing. looking for a more low stress car to drive every day. Yeah. So then I just ultimately was like, you know what? Like I listed it to see what I could get in trades because I was kind of ready to move for my next car, and then. One night I was sitting there and Cooper, well, he was like, I'll give you two grand cash on top and the Crown Vic if you want to trade. And I was like, okay. you know what? Like the AC works on, on the Crown Vic. Summer was coming at that really point. Well, it was midsummer at this oh, point. Okay. It's actually like the height of summer. So I was like, you know what? AC is nice. Why not? Like yeah. I'll trade for it. And I ended up picking it up and I haven't really regretted it. The Hell thing yeah. I will say the most that I've missed is just driving a manual car like manual with the top down when the weather's good yeah is, i've had a couple moments in yeah. the, like recently because it's fall now where i've been like yeah oh, like this this would be a perfect driving day like, you know what is a, what is a i won't try to derail this too much but a great driving experience to have in the fall it's in a air-cooled 911. <laughs> it is in a 930 turbo swap 911 yeah. through the fall foliage. Oh, yeah. It's amazing what that'll do to you. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Interesting. We should do that sometime. Oh. 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 Yeah. No, but, uh, I, I just thought it was a funny switch. Not many people switch from a Miata to a Crown Oh, bitch. a lot of people were like, why'd you get rid of it? And I was like, I needed something better for myself. Well, and, and that's really what matters. And, uh, you know... I try I I do my best to and I don't think I do listen to other people really what they have to say because like they're not living your life mm -hmm. you need to have the car that's best for you and sometimes it really does take a special kind of person to daily drive a sports car yeah Miatas are sports cars people don't think they're very serious sports cars and yes you can daily them depending on what your life looks like mm -hmm. if you don't have to carry that many things if you if all you need to do is drive to an office job that's like not that far away then, See, then it's a great option. You know what's funny? You know what's been plaguing me recently? Huh. Is thinking about how the blend of like a comfier, slightly bigger car. Yeah. But still having some driving feel. Okay. Part of me was like, and, Corvette? NC Miata. I guess you could. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's, I think that's. Have what you driven I, NC? I haven't. I haven't had a chance to yet. They are the Miata built for larger people. And so, that's why like it kind of hit me where I was like, slightly newer. Yeah. Slightly bigger. But I still get to drop the roof. I yeah. will get a lot of hate. But you can get a hardtop convertible if you really want to. Mm -hmm. um, At what, the same time, I've already gotten a lot of hate for getting an NB because it's not the pop-up headlight fucking, generation. Uh, honestly, yeah. everyone else can kiss my ass. Um, the thing <laughs> that I didn't... So I drove one most recently in 2020. Uh, it was just for a few minutes. And it's funny because I came out of my Fiesta into that. We were actually up American Fort Canyon already. So I got to drive a fun canyon road in that with the top down. Summer evening is great. What I didn't like about it was the seating position and how the bottom part of the seat was basically fucking flat. Coming out of my Fiesta, which is like everything you have super buckets that are really the cars are fucking top notch dude. Oh. for a hot hatch, especially. Yeah. I've had people actually get out of a 992 Carrera that isn't Nate, who's somebody else. Yeah, on a drive, and they all they did was see my seats from outside. They're like, I want to ride in that. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, like they could not stop talking about the seat to my Fiesta." I'm like, "This is standard. Like, I didn't pay extra for this. This like the car had him. How it came? Yeah." The um, other half of me has also been like, "I could be Gavin and get a Fiesta." Because I think you should. I but like, <clears throat> okay. So the thing about Fiesta STs is that they're not that expensive, really. 
Um, but it's a more modern car that, especially if you get something like a 2016, 2017, you have you can upgrade the Sync 3 to run uh, Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. So you have that. I mean, I have heated Recaros. And yeah. actually, the other day, it was nice enough where I could put the windows down and have my heated seats on, which is the fucking kitty's titties. Oh, yeah. Also, the like the night after we got done with shooting, we went for a little blast. And, we did, yeah. And it, with the heated seats on and the windows down. Yeah. It yeah. was perfect. It like, was awesome. And like... If I had light my lighter, you know, uh, stock wheels with non plus five tires, um, that be three wheeling. <laughs> well, there's that, but also, uh, I haven't done any fuel economy tests with my new tires yet. But like, even without, well, even with just like factory size tires, I can return with a moving average, like through the trip computer, moving average of eighty. I can return thirty three miles a gallon. That's no problem. About what my Jetta did. Yeah, like but my I, Jetta had an engine had a one point four, so it was a much tinier engine. I'm, the, I'm a one six. Yeah, you know. Okay, so it's not that much. Smaller. Not that much smaller, but like the it's punchier. Like the the turbo with just was a stock turbo, stock tune. Um, you know, it's it's a punchy turbo. The chassis is super dialed for a stock car. I don't need coilovers. I don't need lowering springs. No, I don't, I don't need any of that shit, especially now that I actually had to take with these plus five tires. I had to take off the front. Um, uh, my I really laps. think like the Fiestas are a car that come from factory with the proper suspension geometry. They really do. Like, I, I don't I see people lower them. Like, I've seen a couple lowered ones run at autocross. Yeah. And the most the biggest thing I get from like a takeaway was like a white year understeering a lot more now into those turns. Yeah. So. I know someone up in Boise who had a Fiesta SE. He's actually the guy that I bought my Integrales off of, um, who now actually has a GR86. Um, but he put some Swift lowering springs, some Swift Sports, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and the car rode a little better. I think there's something about the spring rate and the dampening from the, sho the shocks and what, all that stuff. I think it might have been a little better for daily driver duty, but... You know, I mean, I haven't actually run my car at autocross, and I've had my car over two and a half years now. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. Yeah, I mean, I did a track day, which was a lot of fun, but it's, yeah. on, it's on the shit original tires. Mm -hmm. um, so I would like to do another track day again. Um, I mean, yeah, if you have one, like, I guess you can get a tune, get some steel lines with some DOFOR fluid, get some upgraded pads, keep stock rotors, light wheels good tires send it yeah or pf ones i guess so <laughs> if that's your jam if, that, if that's your if that's your thing but um i mean i think you should get one but i think everyone should at least experience one and you should drive it um like in the canyon or something because you didn't really get to do that before no i drove it on state street yeah so exciting <laughs> what a great <laughs> concrete canyon <laughs> but um i also believe that people should drive the car that they like so like if a crown vic is something that is up your alley or a 30 year old sob or an Audi that keeps breaking. Ha, ha. I feel called out. <laughs> you're, you're doubly called out my guy. Yep. Um, I don't know. You should drive the car that you like. It's part of the reason I've had this sob for so long. I've never felt despite even not driving it that much anymore. I have never once felt like I haven't liked the car. Yeah. It's, Especially with how cheap I got it and how expensive they are now. It hasn't skyrocketed. They're not expensive, but... They, but. But they've gone up significantly from when I bought it. Because um, I only paid 2500 bucks for it. And Which for is this, wild. For the same car, I'd have to pay about five to seven now. That's what Miatas are like. Mm-hmm. And 
I agree. I think that there's a lot of times that uh, everybody will have opinion on what you should drive because there's so many different things and so many different opinions about what's good and what's not that it'll depend. A lot of people would say that my Tacoma is not the best solution for even what I do for work, but... Why don't you get a full-size truck? Oh, yeah, I've gotten that quite a few times. But the reality is that I can park it anywhere. Everything fits in it. I get better miles per gallon than all those guys. My my value is through the roof compared to any domestic truck I would have bought. Oh, yeah. And it fits in my garage perfectly, and I can customize it however the hell I want. I mean, your truck has probably held better value than if you bought a Tundra. Yes. Oh, 100%. Tundras don't do bad, but that, that Tacoma, I mean, the fact that if I blue booked it right now, it would still be worth 38, even with 90,000 miles. I'll be, turn, I'll be hitting 90,000 miles tomorrow. Which is nuts, because you bought that in May of 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. How much driving do you do? <laughs> oh, believe it or not, that's a slowdown, not just with the Stinger, but even with some yeah. other cars. Yeah. Like, my Audi S6, before I traded it in on the Stinger, I was putting about three to 4,000 miles a month on it. Oh. <sighs> I mean, the Stinger also, with it being a luxury um, sports sedan, he put 44,000 miles on it in 14 months. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that part of that was, like, about 20% of that was a California trip and a road rally going out to Denver. Didn't you also take that shit up to Mm. Montana, too? Or Idaho? Uh, Deep into Idaho, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, probably about a good... Five to six thousand of that was some trips, but a lot of that was just I was regularly doing a hundred to one hundred twenty miles. Syracuse to West Valley every single fucking day, and then around West Valley, you know. So it just was the way it was. And then part of the crossover was the last ten thousand miles on the Stinger were put on it within the last two to three months because that was my survival strategy was Ubering out of it until I could get everything going. You told uh, you told us that story when we were Uh filming. I remember that and. On it. it was fun to Uber out of. I'm not going to lie because people were not expecting it. They didn't know what a stinger was. Oh, and it was hilarious. Oh, I picked up these, like, probably the funniest moment was I picked up these four older guys that are like, wow, this is cool. Kia's really come a long way. And they didn't, they thought it looked cool, but I was like, oh, no, it moves too. And oh, really? And I was like, yeah, Florida, like, did a launch. And yeah. they're like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. Anyways, but then. Well, if you the, think about when Kia entered our U.S. market, the stuff they were putting out was not good. Oh, well, for a long time, <laughs> It too. was garbage up until 2010. Uh, 2010 is when that the new generation Optima came out that totally changed the looks. And from that point forward, they've just slowly, yeah. incrementally gotten better. I, I would yeah. say Optima was the first step towards that, mm-hmm. but I would say the Stinger was a bigger step. Agreed. Yeah, they because they went toe-to-toe with, with the German manufacturers. Yeah, that happened. Uh, the Optima that's now in the driveway. Yep. Um and then also when the K5 came out, like yeah. designs like that and the Telluride along with the... Uh, oh, the Telluride became really popular. Yeah, the Telluride and the Palisade. Yep, those two became the... That became the soccer mom card. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, but what I was going to say was the the biggest chunk of mileage on the Tacoma came from that same stretch of about May to July because I was still Ubering to get everything going. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was that first... Similar to the Stinger, I put... I got my first uh, service done before I made my first payment because because <laughs> the, the biggest problem yeah. with Ubering <laughs> here in Utah was that everything is so far distance from each other. You put on a shit ton of miles, like four or 500 miles a day. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, if you're if you're doing like a whole day. Mm-hmm. And so ever since then, the mileage on that thing has slowed down significantly. Like what I do for work now is probably only about one to two thousand miles a month compared to where it was. Yeah. So most people will. I, I'm going to be ahead of the pack as far as mileage is concerned, but not. I'm not going to get any further ahead. I'll just stay ahead because I'm about what people put on them now, anyways. Mm-hmm. 
but it'll be interesting uh, once I cross 100k and get everything done on it and just see how the value still is because even right now they're difficult to find and that color only was only available for uh, one year as the TRD Pro and two years in the regular and so yeah but you know how many fucking came out a bunch yeah <laughs> but it's so, so it won't be rare but the but the frustrating thing to me is that that thing in that color gets just as much attention as any other car i've ever owned and it pisses me off yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I love the color but i hate the fact that so many people froth over that when i'm like there's do dozens of thousands of these things yes. everywhere yes anyways but <laughs> Interesting, interesting. Anyways, how long have we been going for? We are at an hour and 11 minutes. Oh, wow. Look at us. Well, and wow. I, I didn't even get to talk about the drive that I took. Go ahead. Let's, um, let's finish it out with that. Nah, fuck it. Let's let's wrap this shit up because I, don't, I actually don't want to spill the beans on, on that location. I'll tell you guys off air. Okay, oh, sounds good. <laughs> we're gatekeeping again on this show. Oh, well, I will gatekeep the fuck out of the stroke because I don't want to see people ruin it. Uh, and I think that's good. I think that should be uh, probably done a little more than most people do it. Like, yeah. protect good roads. Well, and what's also frustrating is uh, inv like being an admin for the car club that I am and hosting and setting up and organizing group drives and having X amount of RSVPs and then having a third of the RSVPs show up. And then part of that is kind of me. I always repeat to some of the drives because it's like, not just yeah. you, though. It's not just you because the road that we shot the Gulf Porsche and the Rossian on, mm -hmm. not Cascade Springs, but this other one, mm -hmm. uh, was one that we had a, a, dr a drive with the Park City Car Club this year. Like 15 people RSVP'd, four people showed up. Okay. Oh. Yes. Yeah, it it kind of sucked, but like, I don't know. I still got a good drive out of it. And. Now, later in the year, I post one photo on my Instagram and Facebook stories, and people are like, yo, where is that? I saw that. I saw all the comments. Yeah, like, f fuck you. <laughs> no, I ain't telling y'all shit. It's like, by the way, go find your own roads. There are plenty. Yeah. Go find them. Yeah. Because they do exist. And that's the frustrating <laughs> thing is that most people don't go out and find roads, and so therefore they just congregate wherever they can find whoever has found roads. Exactly. And, like, I'll keep on hosting drives to the Park City Car Club, and if you want to know what, you know, I don't know, if, if you see, like, a thing, like, in the calendar of, like, hey, like, this is where this thing is, and maybe check it out. I mean, people are so unimaginative to not open up Google Maps and just look at squiggly roads. Yep. Like, there have been, multi like, so many nights where I've just been, like, Dude, hammered. <laughs> I've been hammered at, like, midnight trying to look for new squiggly roads in Utah going, like, oh, where does this one go? And, like, going into Street View and shit. That's how I found Monte Cristo. Is like, it? a couple years ago, I was literally, oops, I was literally just on, like, Google Maps. And I was like, well, here's the road that I've driven that goes around the lake. Oh, there's this really long one that goes in the mountain. Like, where does this go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it ain't that hard. Um, I actually drove... The first time I drove Monte Cristo was all the way up to the gates at Club Wreck. So if you've ever driven that Club road, Rec? Club Wreck is where they do a lot of rentals for, like, snowmobiles. Oh, and so it's, they, that's the gate that closes... They close it off at the winter. Yeah. And I didn't know they closed it, but, like, I remember going up that road alone in the Jetta and being like... This is amazing, and mm. no one's out here. Mm. And then I got to the top, and I was like, "Oh!" And it just stops. Why? <laughs> and like the best part of it is, you know, after that, still, yeah, I would say. Well, that I mean, I, yeah, people should do that more because even when I was uh, 
towing the e-tron gt out to denver like i purposefully yeah. went out of my way to choose the slight like the 20 minute less route to go drive a road i've never driven yeah. to get out to california or sorry not california colorado and that yeah. was fantastic yeah beautiful drive yeah. like i mean it was also great i didn't have cell service for two hours so That's i was just a, uninterrupted i'm <laughs> the older i'm getting the more i'm starting to appreciate that like the days that we had on this last shoot like half the day we'd have zero reception and it was yep. kind of the best you just kind of hang out mm-hmm. you're, you're it's there. you the car and then the project you're working on but like task at hand yeah yeah well cool um i think that's a good place to end it um yeah like we said earlier we have merch that's coming but we still have merch for you to buy so uh head to www.exhibitionofspeed.com we have merch to acquire there we have hats we have stickers we have t-shirts we're soon to have hoodies um we have a video coming out at the end of the month yes just in time for your woman to steal them just in time just in time just in time justin protect them hoodies boys yes (laughs) fuck um anyways yeah we we have to go edit that video now. So um, until next time, I've been Gavin. And I've been Justin. And I've been Chen. And this has been the Exhibition of Speed podcast. Goodbye.